Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Money Bear Podcast. This is your host, Chloe Daniels, and this is a quick tip episode where we give you an update on my life, and we also talk about a quick money tip. So today we're actually going to talk about what to do with an old 401k. So many people have old 401ks lying around. They don't know where it is. They don't know how much is inside of it. And they're like, what am I even supposed to do with this? So we're going to cover that. But first, let me give you my little life update. So not a ton has been going on in the Clobear universe. I am kind of just getting into the the stream of working, the rhythm of working, the routine of working again. And it's funny because I like got back into working for the first week of January. And now tomorrow I'm actually leaving my central Illinois gray bubble to head out to San Diego with my mom next week for a week. And I am so freaking excited to be back in San Diego. I can't even express just how much it excites me. Like I keep looking at the map and just being like, I'm going to be back in San Diego. It just feels like a, like I can breathe. I'm so excited. It's been so gray here in Illinois and I am just ready for a change. I'm ready to be outdoors. I'm ready to be reminded of how much I love San Diego and it'll hold me over until I move to San Diego in May or June of this year. So I can't freaking wait. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what we've got going on. We're going to hang out with my friend Delianne. You guys may know her as Delianne, the money coach. I'm going to try and see if I can see Leandra from Female and Finance, but we've got a lot of stuff going on. So I'm not sure if we're going to be able to make that happen or not. And then I will also be taking my mom on a whale watching tour, which I'm so excited about. I have never been on a whale watching tour. And so I'm excited to see whales. And it's also like a bucket list item for my mom. So I surprised her with that. And then we're also going to go to Hotel Del Coronado because it's one of my favorite places. We'll do a little ghost tour, have a really nice and probably very expensive dinner because the Hotel Del is not cheap. But I got to say the last time I was at Hotel Del, I had the best crab cake of my life. The most expensive crab cake of my life. It was like $34 for a crab cake not even the size of a hockey puck, <laughs> but it was good. It was delicious. And everything else I got was really good too. It was like, I got Brussels sprouts and mashed potatoes and I can't remember what else, but it was so good. So I'm really excited to do that. She also wants to go see the San Diego zoo and uh, I plan on still working, but I probably won't be working, you know, seven hour days. I'll probably be working like one to two hours a day and then just enjoying the time with my mom. So oh, I'm literally so excited. <laughs> Now, I also have an update in my life of, I guess, health related. So I decided to give up drinking this year, drinking any alcohol, because I really just want to see like, what is life like without drinking alcohol? And it's not that I had a problem. I've never really had a problem with alcohol. Well, I guess probably in college, you could call me problematic in college. But since then, I haven't had a problem with alcohol. But I think that there are times when I'm just like, I have it and I don't need it, or I think it's holding me back from health goals or things along those lines. And I'm kind of just excited to see my life without it for the next year. I am only doing what I would call sober-ish. So like, for example, my brother is getting married in April and I want to be able to drink. It's We're going to an all-inclusive resort in Mexico. So it's like, yeah, I want to be able to enjoy that and drink on my terms and then for holidays. So I plan on still allowing myself to drink for holidays, but like official holidays, not like I probably won't be drinking on Martin Luther King Day. That's an official holiday, but like 
I'm trying to think of a good example of a holiday, like Columbus Day, I won't be drinking. More like holiday holidays were particularly celebrating or I'm used to celebrating things along those lines. So anyway, I'm kind of excited about it. I think that it's going to help me reach some of my health goals. I think it's also going to just make me feel better in general. Alcohol always gives me anxiety the next day, if not the next couple of days. And I actually had a hangover on Christmas because we had quite the Christmas cocktail competition going on on Christmas Eve. And I had not been drinking for about a month prior to that. And so on Christmas Eve, I went way too hard. And having not drank for a month previously, it just was not a good situation for me. So anyway, I am really excited to be done with that for a bit. And this will be my first vacation without alcohol. So we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. I haven't told my friends yet, but I really don't think it's going to be an issue. And if it is an issue, that's more about them than it is about me. So I remember in the past when I've tried to go sober, when I've taken a break from drinking, that was always a big fear for me was, well, what if my friends don't want to hang out with me anymore? What if they think I have a problem? What if they think I'm being silly? And now I just don't care. Like, it's my body. It's my life. I get to decide what I want to do. And if somebody doesn't support me on that journey, then that has nothing to do with me and everything to do with them. So, uh, yeah. And I'm kind of going the approach too of just telling everyone. So everyone knows that this is what I'm doing and that helps hold me accountable. But it's also like, just, you know, don't invite me out to a bar. Or if you do just know, I'm not going to be drinking. So I am excited for that, but let's get to the quick money tip. Before we get to the quick money tip, friendly reminder to rate, review, and subscribe. It is really what keeps us going. So if you are enjoying the podcast, if you like it, please do us a favor and rate us, review us, give us a little, you know, two sentence review so I can smile and know I'm doing a good job. So that is always appreciated. And let's get to this week's episode. So The quick money tip that I want to share this week is what the heck do I do with my old 401k? Now, you do have several options. And I also need to say, when I'm talking about what to do with an old 401k, I'm also referring to a 403b or 457 or only any old account that was employer sponsored. So we're going to use 401k as an all encompassing word term, but let's talk about the pros and cons of each option. So the first option you have is you can technically leave your old 401k where it is. You do not have to do anything with it. You don't have to roll it over. You don't have to cash it out. You don't have to really do anything. The pros of that is that you are still invested. And if you liked your old 401k, you get to keep those investments, keep the fees, keep whatever it is that you liked about your old 401k, and you don't have to do anything. The cons, however, is you could, number one, be forced to get out of that old 401k. Let's say you have less than $5,000 invested in that 401k that was vested. You may have a force out clause. If your employer has a force out clause in that 401k, they may force you to either open an IRA or cash it out. So that's one con. The other con is actually a con that I have personal experience with. When I quit my job back in October 2021 now, which is crazy, over a year ago, I took my sweet ass time rolling that old 401k over into an IRA because I liked my old 401k. I had good investment options. It was with fidelity, low fee. It was great. And so I was like, eh, I don't really want to do this. Like, it, you know, I, I'm not worried about it. 
Well, six months go by and finally I'm like, all right, I need to hurry up and roll this over into an IRA. And so I do. And the day that I had the call with Capitalize, which is a company that I use that will roll over your 401k for free into an IRA, which I will leave a link to them down in the show notes. It's an affiliate link, but I absolutely love this company. But anyway, Capitalize and our call, our very first call, turns out the day that we had the call was the same day that my employer decided we are going to change custodians. So my 401k was completely missing. On that call, I was suddenly missing $100,000. And let me tell you, logging into your accounts and seeing $100,000 missing is a pretty scary feeling. So luckily, because I use Capitalize, I didn't have to do any of the legwork of searching for my old 401k. But if you are not using a free service like Capitalize to do that, and this is not sponsored, by the way, like I just really like them. But if you're not using a service like that, you're going to have to call your old HR. You're going to have to hunt down your old 401k. You're going to have to contact your employer and hopefully they're still around. And hopefully you've got the information you need in order to track down where your 401k currently is. So they had moved my 401k over to something. I can't even remember who their uh, custodian was, but Capitalize made all of those calls, did all those paperwork, proved I was the person who was in charge of it and that they were working on my behalf and they got it rolled over for me. So that's the annoying thing is that your 401k, the custodian, the brokerage that your old employer is using could change at any time and then you don't know where it is. So it's lost. We don't want to lose our old 401ks. Now, granted, when I say lose, I just mean you don't know where it is. Your 401k, the money in your 401k is always going to be your money. You don't lose that money. That is your money. So don't worry about that. But you may literally lose it and you have to go find it. So the second thing that you can do is you could roll your 401k into another 401k or 403b. Now, even if you, let's say, like me, quit your job and decided I'm going to open up a solo 401k, you can still, as long as your solo 401k accepts contributions from a rollover, you should be able to roll over your old 401k into your new solo 401k. That, or if you have a new employer who offers you a 401k, you can also roll it into their 401k. Now, the pros of this is that it's relatively easy to do. You can keep all of your 401k in one 401k section, and that's simple and it's easily organized, right? The cons is that 401ks very much vary. It could be a really good 401k with really great investment options, or it could be a really shitty 401k with really shitty actively managed mutual funds and high fees and all that stuff that maybe you're not particularly interested in investing in. If that's the case, What I always recommend is the first thing you need to do when deciding, do I want to roll over my 401k into my new 401k is you need to look at your new 401k. You need to see what are the investment options? What fees am I paying? Do I even want my money at this 401k? If the answer is no, you are better off doing the next option that we'll talk about here in a second. So that is definitely what I would ask. I would look into it, see if this is actually what you want. And if it's not, then you're going to want to look into this next option, which is rolling it over into an IRA. Now, keep in mind, you are going to want to do traditional for traditional or Roth for Roth. So if you have a traditional 401k, you're probably going to want to go traditional 401k to traditional IRA. The reason we do that, the reason we don't go traditional 401k to Roth IRA is because you will have a large tax bill. Now, the tax bill, it depends. I shouldn't have said large because it depends on how much you have invested in that 401k. 
but you will have to pay taxes, not only on the contributions, but also on any earnings that you have. So often people aren't necessarily prepared for that or they didn't realize that was the case. So you want to make sure that if you do decide to go from a traditional 401k to a Roth IRA, you will have to report that on your taxes and you will have a tax bill at the end of the year. So definitely keep that in mind. That's why we generally recommend keeping it as whatever 401k tax treatment you've got. So if it's a Roth 401k, you're going to want to roll it over into a Roth. If it's the traditional, you're going to want to roll it into a traditional. Now, the pros of doing this is that with an IRA, you get your choice of brokerage, your choice of investment options. You get more investment options because most of the time with a 401k, you get a handful of mutual funds that you can pick from, maybe some ETFs. Whereas if you're investing in an IRA, you get to choose whatever the heck you want to invest in, whether it's individual stocks, ETFs, mutual funds, even some IRAs offer crypto. So that is an option. And that's one of the benefits. You're also usually paying lower fees inside of an IRA than what you would be paying inside of a 401k. So those are the pros. The cons is number one, you're in full control. So if you don't feel prepared for that, or you're scared about picking your own investments, that may actually be a con for you. The other con is that the process of rolling over an old 401k into a new IRA can be arduous, can require a bunch of calls, can have mistakes if you don't do it correctly, can just kind of be a pain in the butt. And that is why I do recommend using the tool Capitalize. Now, Capitalize is only going to be able to roll over a traditional 401k into a traditional IRA. You are not going to be able to do a traditional to a Roth using Capitalize. And again, this is not sponsored. But you will be able to have a team dedicated to rolling your old 401k over into a traditional IRA. And boom, you're going to make sure that all of it's done correctly because you're using the team that does this as a job. Literally, their entire company is focused on rolling over 401ks into IRAs. So I highly recommend that if you're in the process of doing that and you do decide that you want to roll over into an IRA, that you work with a company like Capitalize. I know there's a few out there. I just like Capitalize. They're the OG. They did mine. It was an amazing experience. And that is why I'm promoting them for free. But I do think that for me, the best option for me was rolling it over from a 401k into a traditional IRA because I didn't like uh, the idea of knowing that my old 401k could be moved at any time. I didn't want to pay extra fees and I wanted to have my own investment options. Now, another con though of rolling an old 401k into an IRA is that you're not going to be able to easily do a backdoor Roth IRA in the future if that's what you want. There will be extra steps involved because of the pro rata rule, which essentially states that you're not just taxed on the individual IRA accounts. You are taxed based off of all your IRA accounts pro ratably, if that's how you say it. So for example, if you have 80% of your portfolio is in pre-tax and 20% is in post-tax, when you try to do a backdoor Roth IRA, which is essentially contributing to a traditional IRA and immediately rolling it over into a Roth IRA, well, guess what? You're going to have to pay taxes on 80% of that rollover. So you do need to be careful if you've got other IRA accounts when attempting something like a backdoor Roth IRA. And that is why I recommend 
always working with a CPA if you are trying to do something like a backdoor Roth IRA. The internet, the Instagram, we always make it seem so easy and so simple when doing something like a backdoor Roth IRA, but they can be complicated. So you do want to make sure you're doing it correctly so that you're not owing any extra taxes that you weren't aware of previously. So that's kind of my little soapbox. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that you need to do or think about. I mean, technically, the fourth option is to cash out the check from your 401k, but I don't ever recommend that because not only will you have to pay a 10% penalty, but you also have to pay taxes on all of it. So definitely keep that in mind instead of just taking that check. I think a lot of young people are at the most at risk of taking a check because they're like, oh, cool, but you will have to pay taxes and a penalty and we don't like taxes or penalties. So anyway, I think that's pretty much it. In order for you, I will say too, with the whole backdoor Roth IRA, and this is a little bit more advanced, so if you're getting confused, don't worry about it. But a backdoor Roth IRA is essentially a high-income earner's way of contributing to a Roth IRA, even though they don't qualify to directly contribute to a Roth IRA. So it's kind of a bonus anyway. But if you have other IRA accounts, it's not easy. So for example, I don't have, I don't contribute to Roth right now because of my income. And I haven't done a backdoor Roth IRA because I have a huge chunk of my money in a rollover traditional IRA. So I would have to pay a lot of taxes on the $6,000 if I decided to do a backdoor Roth IRA. In order to get around that, which is something I need to do eventually, I would need to roll over all of my IRA accounts into my 401k so that then I have the ability to do a backdoor Roth IRA. I am still debating on whether or not that's even worth it because yes, I do love tax-free growth. However, 401ks notoriously have higher fees than IRAs. So would the amount of money that I'm paying in fees really not be worth it? Probably not. It probably would still be worth it because taxes are quite a bit higher. So I'll have to do the math on that eventually. But anyway, now I'm just rambling. But hopefully that gives you some ideas on what to do with an old 401k. So I hope that helps. Please keep in mind, since we're talking about investing, we're talking about finances, that nothing on this show, on this episode, on any of our shows is meant to be as financial advice, taken as financial advice. This is for educational purposes only. This is kind of a one-way relationship right now. You know, you're listening. I'm speaking. I don't know anything about you. So you've got to make sure that you are getting the information you need for your own individual situation. And I can't do that through a podcast. So always, always, always check with a professional if you've got questions about your own situation. That's why I recommend working with professionals like CPAs to make sure you're on the right track, especially when attempting something complicated like a backdoor Roth IRA. So I hope I got you the information you need and I'll see you guys next week. Be sure to check out if you're interested in using Capitalize. Again, not sponsored. I've got a link to them down in the show notes as well as a link to our free guide. So see you guys next week. Bye-bye. 